This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. to another episode of the Podmania Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Gooding. I'm joined as ever by my friend, my confidant, the sexy Scottish mofo that is Chris O'Brien. Chris O'Brien, how are you? So, you know, I'm a really big fan of creating projects that require me to make long spreadsheets. I know you are a big fan of spreadsheets, if that's what you're asking, yes. So, yeah, I've made one for classic Doctor Who. I've picked out 102 stories. Oh I'm going to watch through, and I'm going to watch through them all eventually. My God! So, how many episodes was that? Um, four episodes. Do you feel? Do you feel more complete inside? Um, it it took them 17 minutes to say something problematic, which is very impressive for a sci-fi serial from the 60s. Oh, was it one of the very very old ones? Yeah, like William Hartnell. I was just going to ask who was the doctor in this. Um, yeah, it's mad because I have like 20 more stories for Tom Baker than I do for everyone else because he was in the role for so long. He's sort of the person that everyone thinks of when it's it comes him to or doctor David who. Tennant that people think of. David Tennant was fantastic. <laughs> Actually, Christopher Eccleston was fantastic. That's a stupid junk. Also, I've been watching more movies. Congratulations! Um, every time, every time I say a movie, I really like to Garth. He's like, "Yeah, it was okay," and I feel really bad inside. That's because if Garth was ever, ever positive or passionate about something, he'd explode <laughs> into just a big ball of know, dust. Have you, have you seen his uh, conversations about Star Wars? He still doesn't believe that he actually loved the Last Jedi. That's because nobody loves the Last Jedi. I love the Last Jedi. No, you don't. I do. No, you think you do. You don't. You mean I think I do? I do. You're incorrect. Anyway, so Birdman I watched, which was really good. I hate that film. You hate Birdman? I hate Birdman. You fucking cretin. It's it's such Oscar fodder that it just, it belies the, the one thing. I could describe most main events nowadays as melts of fodder. It doesn't take away their fucking merits that's exactly what it does for you (laughs) that is 100% what it does for you and the one thing if you ask anyone about Birdman the only thing they say is oh it's really good how it's all set like it's one shot I can give you more than that that does not make a film good I like I love Jack Nickerson's performance I really like the bit in the middle where you're part of his psychosis it's really really good it's a wank film. I also watched Nomadland. Nomadland? 
Yeah, it's about a woman who was forced out of her home to not lived in a van. All right. Was that good? It's one of those like it's one of those times where I ever describe what happens, you're gonna think it's wank, but it's like really <laughs> but, but it's like the emotional one of the emotional high points is someone drops a plate. The the plate meant a lot. It's one of those films where like you get sucked into it though. It's like a weird one. Like nothing really happens, but you're kind of affected by the end of it. It, I thought it was really good. Um, it's in the top 20. I also rewatched Hot Fuzz. Oh, tremendous film. Really funny. Agda Wright can do no wrong. Absolutely. To be honest, the third one in the trilogy, The uh, the World's End, uh-huh. that gets better the more times you I've watch actually, it. I've actually never seen it. It's the one Connell trilogy film I haven't seen. Watch it. It's never, it's you, never on anything. No, well, watch it. You'll think, eh... And then watch it again, and you'll think, actually, that's not a bad film. And then watch Gas it again, you'll be like, eh. It's Garth's favourite for three, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's because Garth's a massive smog. Yeah, well, mine's, mine's probably Shaun of the Dead. Mine's Hot Fuzz, just for the amount of quote-worthy lines that you can come out of it. <laughs> Leslie Keller was fucking murdered. <laughs> Thank you, Ed! <laughs> Skid marks! <laughs> now it's been childish. <laughs> You've got a mustache. I know. There's just, just something about the Bristol accent that makes everything funny. The line that will forever live on in me is uh, everyone and their mums is packing guns round here. Oh, yeah. Like who? Farmers and farmers' <laughs> <Their> mums. <laughs> it's such a good line. Also, it's weird because also, you know how recently we had this argument about the Toy Stories? It wasn't an argument, it was you giving off your stupid opinion and me and Gar excuse telling you why you're wrong. Excuse me, I, I held a Twitter poll and your pick lost. My pick lost two, Toy Story 2 won. But it's because it was you and your smarky followers. We have this, We have mostly the same followers. We host a podcast together. Um, but I now have my order for the first three. I'll be cold and dead in my grave before I acknowledge for um toy story for me it goes three two one i think this gets better with each one i mean like you're angry now you should see you should see what happens when i mentioned what i think of jurassic park no i I think i'm more angry about toy story than i am about jurassic park but i like i love all four of the films honestly if i was to give them a star rating we'd all get the same star rating Like we'd all be four and a half. Okay. Okay. I can. But, I can. I can give you that. I'm not saying there's an objective best one, apart from if someone picks four, in which case they should be shunned. Four has its moments. Four oh, has four, its moments, but it's not it, on the par of one, two, or three. I'll well, give you I that. I think what it is is that four came out after pick. Like for example, Pixar movies used to be seventy-five percent self-contained adventure, twenty-five percent existential dread. But now there's 75% existential dread and 25% um, self-contained adventure. It, it, the end of Toy Story 4 is fantastic, the way they did it. Um, yeah. It's, but, like, it doesn't even... It doesn't stack up to Pixar's output recently, like Coco and Soul. I've heard good yeah, things about incredible. Soul. I've never seen Soul, but I've heard very good things about it. It's very good. Like, the best... The best um, praise I can give it is Graeme Norton was in it, and I didn't feel annoyed by him once. 
We've talked a lot about films, Chris. We should probably talk about some wrestling with this being a wrestling podcast. What do you think? Wrestling the movies. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we have got our wheel. Uh, I've you just realized that Chris one. can't actually see it. So give me oh a second so that he can see the wheel. Obviously, last week um, we watched Terry oh Funk God, versus... So much <laughs> You joke, it's just in a different window. Um, we watched Mick Foley versus Terry Funk from IWA King of the Deathmatch. And we also watched um, Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker from Hell in a Cell 2015, which is quite appropriate as this Sunday it I really is. Tell a lot, I can really tell a lot about you by what you have pinned onto your, onto your Microsoft Edge. The fact that it's Microsoft <laughs> Edge? Well, that, and I know that because somehow you managed to break Chrome. Yes, I did um, break Chrome. You're right. Because what you basically have pinned is Ring of Honor and Monday Night War stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that that's almost exactly what I have pinned on. Um, and, the, and porn. And porn, obviously. Um, I do love me some like, porn. It's a bit extreme, mate. It's more extreme like, the better, mate. Yeah, consensual, non-consensual is your favourite. Anyway, let's get... <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, those were the matches that we watched last week. Um, this week, added the to the wheel. Got, the wheel's got smarkiest and scarf left. It really has. Um, we've added Chris Jericho versus Ultimo Dragon from Bash at the Beach 1997. And the fantastic match between Randy Orton and Mick Foley from Backlash 2004. So, our wheel is complete. Chris, let's see what we end up watching. One of my picks. It's been weeks. It has been weeks since one of your picks came up. Oh man, that's the one I didn't want. This is one of Garth's picks. Ric Flair yeah. versus Randy Savage from WrestleMania 8. And it's my turn to replace one of Garth's picks. Yay. Um, this is a really, really good match. You, you can't fault the effort in this match. A really, really, really good match. I can the- love the story. The fact that it's the WWF Championship match in the middle of the fucking card and the main event is Hogan versus Sid Vicious, or Sid Justice as he was then, is an absolute fucking travesty and one that is still annoying now. But even so, even so, almost 30 years on, um, let's have a look at what our second and final match is going to be this week. I hope it's one of Chris's, otherwise he's going to kick the fuck off. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) <laughs> it's another one of Garth's. Um, hey, it's, it's a short one, though, so... That is true. That is like, true. It's like 10 minutes, so I think that qualifies for one more. Do you want to watch one more? We can do one more. We're not doing Lucha Underground today. We have the time. That is true. Kurt Angle versus Rey Mysterio from SummerSlam 2002 is our second match, which is Rey's pay-per-view debut. It's hard to think of a <laughs> WWF without Rey Mysterio, weirdly. Yeah, um, the reason I started watching... Yeah, um, I think Kurt Angle is the reason I started watching TNA. So, like, there you go. Two of your heroes. Um, they, they might both be appearing on a list for my channel soon. Tease. Let's have a look then. The third and final match. Let's see what we get. Another gaff. <laughs> <laughs> Can we cheat and spin the wheel again? No, Please. no, it's all on podcast now, unfortunately. Stephen Regal versus Ultimo Dragon Slambury 1997 is our third and final match. But, Chris, there is a silver lining to the cloud if you want to see it. Of the three Garth picks that we've had, you get to choose two matches to fill it. Oh, yes. 
It's going to be a quiz heavy wheel next week. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, for those who have listened to this podcast for a while, there will be a sound effect. And by the magic of podcast editing, we'll be back with our matches lined up and the order lined up. So stay right there. And we're back. So what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, is we are going to start with the opener of SummerSlam 2002 from August 25th, 2002. Rey Mysterio's pay-per-view debut against the American hero, the wrestling machine that is Kurt Angle. Um, I've probably seen this match four times, Chris. 40 whole minutes of your life. I mean... Actually, the, no, it's closer to 36 because it's like nine minutes long, isn't it? Let's be perfectly honest, though, Chris. You know, I've just said I've watched it four times. There are worse matches to go out of my way to watch four times. This is a real clinic yeah, of could, wrestling. You could watch, like, any Okada match from the last year. <laughs> what? In in nine minutes? Behave. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last time Okada had a match but. I'm pretty sure his usual one went like 15. Yeah, I was just going to say, it'd be one of his Young Lion ones, I would have thought. Probably Wrestle Kingdom 6. Oh, did you see that he's um, ripping off Saki Kashima? With what? He did a, he did a Rainmaker into a roll-up. Amazing. Like, Absolutely fucking, amazing. Saki Kashima is a fucking trailblazer. Innovator Saki. Yeah, Red Belt Saki. Um, so anyway, the order we're going to go in is uh, the opener from SummerSlam is going to open our podcast because obviously then we're going to go into Slambury 997, Stephen Regal versus Ultimo Dragon for the TV Championship. And then in the place it should have been at WrestleMania 8, we have got Savage you, and Flair in the main event. How are you angry about a match that you weren't even alive to see? Do you know what it is, Chris? Do you know what it is, Chris, genuinely? At the moment, for those who don't know, um, I am reviewing the Monday Night War starting in 1995. And I'm reviewing every Raw, every Nitro, and every pay-per-view. You should add ECW in there just to be a completionist. I did think about this, to be fair, but, you know, I've only got certain hours of the day. Um, ECW is like half an hour long. The thing is, the thing that's really wound me up about Hogan recently is just how flagrant his politicking was at this point, you know, from the Dungeon of Doom to the fact that even when he wasn't champion, he was in the main event, he was in all the main storylines, just, and the fact that all his matches are fucking dog shit in 1995. There is not one good Hogan match. He's had two passable matches in the didn't entirety have, of 1995, and they're both against Vader. Didn't he have one with Flair that was very good? Oh, no, that was in, like, That was 94. 94. He had one at Bash at the Beach 94 and one at Halloween Havoc 1994 in a Ric oh. Flair retirement match. Lol! Which one was, which one was the cage match? Uh, Halloween Havoc 94. I remember that one being really good. That is really good. But again, not being horrible, but it's Flair. You know, that that isn't Hogan. Um, Hogan's not. Had a I mean, match. like, I don't think you need to apologize for being mean to Hogan. Hogan hasn't had a match above one star, and I'm in week eleven, and I've reviewed three pay per views from WCW. He's not had a match above who, one star. Who's your superstar? Who's your wrestler of the project so far? Um, Bret Hart. What's his best match so far? Um, he genuinely, it's not his best match, but um, he wrestled. On in your house three against Jean Pierre oh, Lafitte. No, Jean Pierre oh. Lafitte. Um, 
and it, it had no right to be decent, but clearly that's Bret Hart most, was like, I'm going to fucking smash this. That's the most aggressively French name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's PCO, isn't it? So, um, And then I'd argue on the WCW side, probably Flair. Um, I've just had a couple of good matches between Not Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. Um, I think because when I did um, my '97 thing last year, the best in WCW by far was Malenko. Malenko is he's only and, I think he's only had two he's only had two matches. I think that's the problem is when they're show, like for example every time Ray turned up he was better but he was being put against like Prince Ikea. And like, what the fuck are you meant to do with that? What are you meant to do with Prince Iakea? Um But what you've just said, what's been the best match so far? Bret Hart versus Diesel at Survivor Series. Um, in we've fact, watched that, haven't we? We have. It's that, a very, that one very good tie, match. Is that the one where they tie up his leg? Yes. Yeah, that's very good. Um, Bret is just fantastic. And then he has another absolutely outstanding match the next month against um, the British Bulldog at In Your House 5, which saves that pay-per-view from being an absolute fucking dumpster fire. Um, I don't think what my match of my 2000 projects is so far. I think, well, I know what the match is. It's Ajakong versus Akio. Akio? Akana? I've forgotten the name. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to think of the wrestler. It's probably Kibashi, to be honest. That doesn't surprise me, to be fair. He's really good. Anyway, Chris, shall we get on with SummerSlam? We, uh, we got should, slightly yeah. distracted. Um, yeah. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to go to uh, the Jump 2 section at the bottom, if you can't bother to do that, it's, it's exactly a minute in. It's exactly a minute in. Um, so, if you're ready, SummerSlam 2002, fire it up on your Peacock or your WWE Network, and we'll join together in three, two, one, play. Look, I understand this is the most iconic angle theme, but I do prefer TNA angle. What the fuck is that, Tyber? Horizontal you stripes suck. are not. Horizontal stripes are not flattering, Kurt. No, I'm not a massive fan of this attire. It looks like he's about to go sunbathing in the 30s. <laughs> looks like he's about to have a fantastic day out on the beach at Margate. Yeah, you know what it looks like? You know those things that you put, poke your head through on like Bla- in like Blackpool or Southport or like any English coastal town? I know exactly what you mean. Oh it's my God, like it's, my, it's young Michael Cole. Is he, is he just not like Backstreet Michael Cole? Backstreet Cole, all right. Cole was good back then because it wasn't Vince controlling him, it was Paul Heyman. Yeah, true. <laughs> Just sounds like Harlem Heat. <laughs> is he going to fire Angle's... out of the floor? Angle it always disappoints a... me when he doesn't fire out of the floor. Oh, hello, Ray. <laughs> I thought you've seen this match four times. You forgot this. That was me sarcastic, Chris. What do you think of, like, Puffy Pants Mysterio? Well, for many, many years, it was, you know, it was Puffy Pants Mysterio. It's only been the last couple of years where it hasn't been. Yeah, like, I don't know, this is the way, it's probably to hide all his knee braces. He has, yeah. <laughs> My knee. <laughs> My left knee. <laughs> Come on, mate, you were never going, he was never going to German angle. Oh, Jesus. Oh, what a fucking counter. That was a, that was a sexy fucking counter right there. Wim Mysterio must be, um, Angle must be like, yes, finally, someone on my level who isn't Eddie or Benoit. Yeah, I was just going to say. Like, there's a 
there's a very good argument to be made that Angle's the best in the world at this point. 2002. Fucking hell. Jesus. I'm trying to think of this is a period where Kabashi was injured. Do you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd go with that. Because New Japan wasn't exactly on the whole... Uh... One sec, let me bring up... The, yeah, and like for people who would go on to define the 2000s outside of WWE, so like uh, your Danielson, Samoa Joe, AJ, um, they, were, they were just getting started. So. Um, I don't think you're wrong, mate. I think Angle might be the best wrestler in the world at this point. I'm just trying to think of any other contenders. Um, one sec, match guy, 2002. I'm, I'm, I'm first. I haven't finished with 2000. I'm first making 2002 my next project. It's between 2002, 2007, and 2012. Um, Benoit and Guerrero, maybe. They're very different kinds of wrestlers, though. Hmm. Um, but when you factor in that angle, it's only been going like two years at this point. Exactly. I think he debuted Survivor Series 99, didn't he? Fucking wheelbarrow yeah. German was beautiful. Two and a half. To be fair, this is the SmackDown 6 era. Yeah, it is. Look at Mysterio's like really trying to impress here, isn't he? Already, this is such a good fucking match. There's so much urgency. There is. Like, they're, mean, not, they're not wasting a second. SummerSlam 2002 is a notoriously good SummerSlam. One of the best SummerSlams. Notoriously good. And this is the one, one of, if not the talking point from this show. This really good show. Mm -hmm. Which shows how good this match is. I'm going through 2002's match guy. Uh, maybe... Some of the Noah guys like Masawa, Takayama. It doesn't. It looks like Kabashi was off for a lot of this year, mm. at least for the latter half of it. Kawada, maybe. He was, oh, no, Kabashi. Kawada. What's he doing in 2002? He was in all Japan. Uh, maybe he was. The pillars were kind of beat up from the 90s, mm. which, to be fair, makes sense. If you've watched even one of them matches. Yeah. Like, if I took the bump from the Tiger Driver 19... Oh, no, no, one, no. ...that um, Kawada took, or I took the if I took the bump from the fucking Gonzo bump that Misawa took, I'd never wrestle again. Or if I took that bump where he... the German suplex off of the ramp onto the floor that he gave mm -hmm. to Kabashi. Tenru? Tenru's really good. In 2002... Yeah, no, Tenry was good right up until like 2003. It's insane how long he stayed good. Yeah. Oh my god, just everything's so fucking clean in this match. Yeah, everything's just flowing into each other. It's like a Timothy Thatcher match. Like, these are two of the best to ever lace them up. But even so, like, just that little springboard from Ray there, like, there's no, there's no waiting, there's no pauses. Oh no, his left knee. Oh, my knee. <laughs> <laughs> we have to really hope we never beat Ray Mysterio. <laughs> I, d I don't think there's any damage of that, Chris. I don't think there's any worry about that. Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I like Ray Mysterio. He's like the reason I ever got into wrestling. It's his fault. I forgot Undertaker took on Test in this paper. Oh yeah, for, of the Un-Americans. And it was actually a decent match. Um, scouring through um, cage matches, match guys. 
Um, there's not many contenders for Angle. No. The best wrestler in the world at this point. Um, Kibashi didn't do a ton in 2002. Um, Misawa was slowing down. Understandably. Um, Akiyama. Could, so it, I, in my head, it's basically Akiyama. Um, Angle Benoit Guerrero. Yeah, so it's basically Akiyama of SmackDown 6, I think, of it, apart yeah. from Edge. Yeah, and Edge Chavo. was good, but he's not on that level. Or Chavo. Or Chavo, yeah. Or Chavo. Angle's repeatedly come out and said, though, that his favourite opponent was Benoit. I mean... You look that at some of the sense. matches that they had, you know, WrestleMania 17, Backlash 2001, Royal Rumble 2003. They were all fantastic matches. Oh, yeah, they had great chemistry. They killed it every time. I, I didn't realise what I was saying there. <laughs> Ray Ray? Why is he calling him Ray Ray? Shut up, Cole. It's his pet name when we call him in bed. <laughs> oh, growing to the face. Just love it. Everything's oh, released like, German. Belly no belly contrivance. Belly, sorry. There's like properly no contrivances in this match. No wasted motion at all. Do you think there's ever been a better opening match? Oh, it's a good question. Uh, you're going to be hard-pressed to find one. Gee, what a bump. Jesus. He wins. He didn't even touch the fucking ropes. Chimney Crickers. Chimney Crickers. Ay, ay, ay. I got under. Cowabunga did. That's like one of the few good um, Family Guy jokes. It's like, do you have any references? Um, Cowabunga, yo, gabba, gabba. <laughs> Ref, what are you doing, you fucking ring piece? Get out of the way. How, they kept being Mr. Mysterio. They keep letting him not dive. I, really, I remember it from when I was oh. 10. Rey Mysterio was going for the US title against MVP. And they stopped him from diving, and I was so mad about reference. <laughs> I was like, let him win the championship, Ref. That's Ray's fucking a, lunacy. Ray's a Grand Slam winner, right? Um, no, he never won the... Oh, yes, he did. He, um, yeah, he won the US last year, didn't he? I don't think he won the IC. No, he's been IC champion. He beat JBL for it to mainly 25. Yes, he did. That was when JBL quit. Um, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I yes. miss I've missed Rey Mysterio so much. Like, because he's not really featured in any divisions. In the, like, I, I refuse to watch a Dolph Ziggler match just to see Rey Mysterio. And the same last year, I refused to watch the Seth Rollins match just to see Rey Mysterio. Oh, no. Stop it. Oh, you, oh, oh. That's, you're not allowed to show porn on pay-per-view. <laughs> um, and also my 2000 project, but just he's unmasked them and not using it. It turns out when you take one of the most iconic masks off of someone, people care less. Yeah. You know what? Next year I choose is going to be a Rey Mysterio heavy year. <laughs> oh no, I missed my knee for nothing. <laughs> oh, boom. It's bad because we have nothing to say. It's just, good. it's just such a good match. Wants to finish off Kurt Angle. Hello. 
So yeah, I feel like every other match after this is going to be a disappointment. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, damn. The Okada. Angle has an angle written on his boot. That's he does. Such a nerd shit. Oh, oh no, no, Kurt, stop it. <laughs> That's a Frankensteiner into a fucking ankle lock. Stop you it, no, Kurt. You naughty, naughty man. Oh, oh no. Oh, he's going to grapevine. He's going to grapevine. It's going to be the best thing ever. Oh, he's tapped. There's no shame in losing that match, to be fair. What How a long fucking match. How long was that match? With entrances, it's... 10 minutes that is get in get out steal the show amazing 9 minutes 20 that match went right I'm going to pause it Angle's bleeding from the top of his head for some reason don't know when that happened this is the second shortest match on the card if you don't count the dark match what was the the only um, the only match shorter is Taker versus Test because Taker will murder you if you suggest going longer than <laughs> ten minutes. Um, I mean, Chris, what do you think of that? <laughs> it's just so good. Like, there was not a moment in that match where I'm like, eh, that makes no sense. Everything just flowed into each other. It was like water. Um, believe it or not, Meltzer only gave it three and three quarter. Well, he's wrong. Um, to be fair, most people on Cage Master are saying eight. I'm veering on a nine. I'm veering on like four and a half. I adored that. Considering um, that was nine minutes long. And you think about Rey Mysterio in general. A lot of Rey Mysterio's moveset, especially now, is is by its very nature very contrived. Mm-hmm. And not one spot in that match felt contrived. Every no. spot, every moment, every counter felt earned. I mean, again, you're looking at two of the best who have ever laced up a pair of boots. Never mind just in the WWF ever in Rey Mysterio and Kurt Angle. But just everything felt so organic. Just, you know, the little roll into the ankle lock at the start, beautiful. The finish felt organic. The finish felt really, really, really good and it felt natural. Didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, I'm spaffing myself over the match. I'm giving it four and three quarters. I loved oh, that damn. match. Damn. I think oh, if... Would that, would that be your match of 2002 then? It's Mania 18, isn't it? Um, yeah. There are some... I mean, you look at No Mercy 2002, that tag match. Oh, that tag match. Another Mysterio angle. Another Mysterio <laughs> angle. Um you know, Undertaker versus Hogan from Judgment Day 2002. I couldn't even get that out. Um, it This is certainly up there. Um, what a match. Like, nine minutes and I've given it four and three quarters. And the only reason this hasn't got a five star, like five stars, is because it just needed a little bit of drama from a storyline to make it five for me. But as a straight up, pure wrestling match effectively a cold wrestling match fuck yeah fuck yeah what a match anyway um let's move on um it's time to move back in time a little bit chris five years um back to the start. five years i was but a baby 
<laughs> we're going to look at the very start of potentially the best year, uh, depending 97, 98, the best years for WCW. Um, and we talked about two of the best to ever lace them up in, um, in Mysterio and Kurt Angle. And here we have one of the best in Ultimo Dragon taking on potentially one of the most underrated in Steven Regal. And the only reason I say he's underrated is because yeah, he's never in, like, the conversation. Underutilized is better, I think. Because underrated implies that no one knows how good he is, but everyone knows how good he is. Let's put it this way. On a shite pay-per-view that is uncensored 99i6, he had a blow-away match. He's he's just able to have a blow-away match with anyone. It's just the way that, you know, WCW made his entire TV title reign go to fucking time limit draws. Um... Anyway, we're looking at Slambury 997, May 18th, 1997. The TV title match is the opener from Slambury. Um, Steven Regal versus Ultimo Dragon. Um, if you're ready, Chris, let's dive straight the fuck in. So, three, two, one, play. We are live. Look at this crowd on hand. Also on this card is Placey versus Martin. Not being funny. The Great American Bash, 1997. Glacier versus Mortis. Oh, no, it was... No, it was Glacier versus Wrath. I apologise. It was actually a decent match. But what I don't get, if you were going to parody any Mortal Kombat, why pick Mortal Kombat 3? Mm, true. This is in the Independence Arena in Charlotte, North Carolina. It does make me laugh, the disparity between the real-life storyline that they were doing with the NWO and then fucking Glacier. The thing, the whatever of Dean was still about. How's William Regal got a love bite? Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. There was also Meng versus Benoit in a death match. Wow, this really is just a complete repackaging of Great uh, Great American Bash 1997. <laughs> Great American Bash hasn't happened yet. The TV title was passed among a lot of good wrestlers in 97. And also Prince I.K. What the fuck? <laughs> Sonny Ono, I love Sonny. I disposal camera. This isn't the show where uh, Ultimo Dragon gets surprised by his pyro, is it? Well, he's really clearly isn't surprised right there. No, no, no. Um... Oh, no. Oh, is that thing Larry Atta has been on Twitter yesterday? Was that I where think, I saw it? I think that was a uh, show in Japan. Uh, but to be fair, that pyro did go off in his fucking face. It did go off in his fucking face. So what's your favourite Ultimo Dragon match? Um, I'm not overly well-versed in Ultimo Dragon matches. Like, I, I don't know any of his run in Dragon Gate. Um, what, his current one? No, the initial run. Um, I don't know. You know, obviously, he did a lot of work in Mexico that I'm not familiar with. The only real work... Look, Love Bite. The only real work that I'm familiar with with um, Ultimo Dragon is is WCW. Um, he had some fantastic matches against, like, Psychosis, uh, Hoovy. Um, he had a, re- had a really good match with uh, Yuji Nagata, actually. A really good match against Malenko at Clash of Champions. He did. He did, actually. That was this year, wasn't it? 97, yeah. Yeah. 
Was that Clash of Champions 31? I never paid attention to the numbers. <laughs> I think it's the... Is it the one... It's either the one just before sold out or just after sold out. It was just before. Just a wild kick there for Regal. Right, what's your favourite? What's your favourite Regal match then? Oh, um, do you know what? I'm gonna go Regal versus Belfast Brawler um, at Uncensored '96. It's basically just a shoot fucking fight. It's great. Oh yeah, didn't he have to get actual stitches? <laughs> he had his nose broken. Um, uh, Finley just literally just lamped him one in the face. But you know he's had Jim Fain send his regards. He's had he's had uh, some great matches. Mine is probably his Cesaro match. Mm. Bloody hell! Like his his last run in NXT was incredible. It's that world of sports style. It's that world of sports style. It's still, it's still something that annoys me every time in any, um, right now, anytime any English person rocks something in. Oh, it's that world of sports style. Oh, they'd lose their mind over Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, they do. And it fucks me up when Osprey does it and they're like, oh, it's that world of sports style. And it's like, bitch. Oh, Osprey is anything but world of sports style. Yeah, he's like literally he's, the opposite. I'm pretty sure he's, he was trained in Lucha Britannica. He was. That's exactly where he was. Um, I'm having a look at Regal's case match to see if there's anything like that event. Maybe it's Chris Hero match. Um, his Brian stuff. Yeah, his Brian stuff is very good. He's a man. <laughs> such a man. <laughs> There's that rap he cut on our truth on Superstars. There's weirdly the stuff with Eugene, where he was a oh that that promo he cut in Triple H. Yeah, you've made an um, enemy out of me. War games. War games. I hate that that became a meme though because I'm just sick of war games. Like it doesn't need to happen every year. War games. War games. That's it now. It's infectious. Um, I just want to. We were talking about that um, that world of sports style. Um, and we more sports on the wheel. And we were talking about Zack Saber Jr. I don't suppose you've seen what his new moves called, have you? Um, I I have not been keeping up with New Japan, so I couldn't tell you. He defeated Yuya Umura on uh, on June the fifteenth at Corican with a with a move genuinely called Selected Technical Works two thousand and four to two thousand and thirteen. That is genuinely that's genuinely the piece of shit. <laughs> absolute fucking shit, Hauser. Like, um, I still can't get over orienteering with Napalm Death. Such a good oh, he's, he is hilarious. I still loved uh, um, Wrestle Kingdom last year, where he was, <laughs> where he's um, in a tag match against Sonata going into their <laughs> Red Pro match the next day. With like, you're locking on a dragon sleeper like that with um, Tatsumi Fujinami in the building. <laughs> you should be ashamed. <laughs> um, it was when he said when they were wrestling at Budokan, and uh, he was like, "Well, if Ibushi's going to go to the top and do a fucking um, massive moonsault, I'm going to move, aren't I?" <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the, the SJ Yamura match was very good. It was very good. 
Have you seen it? I have, believe it or not. Huh. Only, on, only on in the background. Only on the background. So I actually missed the finish. Have you seen the Suzuki match? I haven't. How, why did he go your way to watch the Zack one, but not the I can't Zuki remember. One? I can't remember why I watched it, to be perfectly was honest. It, was it to get the name of his new movie? I think it was. Um, I, I, I should watch, because I really like the uh, Mora match with Suzuki. Mm. But then again, Suzuki's just one of the best wrestlers ever. So. I can't believe AJ versus um, Suzuki has been on that wheel for as long as that. I know. There's been quite a lot that have been on the wheel for a long time, though. Yeah, it's like we add shit and <laughs> that gets to... picked instantly. Well, not Necro versus Joe. Do you know what? Genuinely, we haven't actually spoken a lot about this match, but this match is really technically sound. Yeah, it's a very solid match. It's not set in my loins of burning, but... No, it, it's not, you know, along the lines of fucking Kurt Angle and well, Rey Mysterio, but... It's not orienting with me. Oh, I keep forgetting fucking everyone battle of the Osprey Sabre match from earlier this year. I love the fact that the referee is selling the kicks from Ultimo Dragon. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, no. Oh, getting the nose. You know, it's a, it's a, that's a big strategy over in the Orient. The, the Orient. I'm, I still never get over that. I still love the cage match. I don't say Japan, but like in the Asia region. The Asia region. <laughs> Like he was against Regal, I like oh, I love this knee bar. I think one of the better things of Jericho's um, run on commentary last year where he kept saying the Orient. And trying to decide whether or not it's worth watching the All Japan Junior Battle of Glory. Jesus, I thought you I thought we'd already had this conversation. Yeah, we did, but I still haven't decided. Because <laughs> oh, it's either that or gayism. Watching both. Genie by Glory is two shots. Watch it all. But I, I, I'd have to watch three and Kira Francesco matches. And every time I hear his name, I just think of the car from Cars 2. Yeah. The one who's very much coded to be Fernando Alonso. And then they just straight up have Lewis Hamilton in the movie. It's weird. <laughs> Platcher from Regal? Surely not. Oh, that would never happen. He would never. <laughs> he'd never stoop is, to that level. That, that is not the gentleman's way. He'd never stoop to Kenny Olivier's level. Fucking hell. I that's been like the one good thing about Garth not being here. I've said many like, times, I've said many, many times, as a historian, I could listen to Cornet talk all day, but yeah, his his opinions are far too, they're there for controversy's sake, but like I say, as, a, as an actual wrestling historian and as a wrestling mind, he's tremendous. Oh, that, oh, hey, it's Friday, so it would have been the dark side last night. Mm -hmm. What was last night's dark side? I have no idea. Okay. Like, you're meant to be the play-by-play -play here, man. I'm, I'm the colour. It's really hard to talk about this match, though, to be fair. It's just, it's technically sound. That's all you can say. It's, it's a very submission-heavy... Oh, no, it wraps up. 
yesterday, Dynamite Kid was taking the break, the mid-season break. I really want to see the FM. I just really want the FMW episode. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. Because it's like I've heard the Collision and Career stuff. I've heard the Dynamite Kid stuff. The mm. Grizzly Smith stuff seems far too yeah, far too dark for me. Yeah. Like I know that Jake Roberts is gonna break down, and I can't. Yeah, I can't. I love the man too much. I, I can't watch that. So, what I don't really understand here is, at the start of the match, are we seeing a little bit of a double turn here? Because uh, the way Ultimo Dragon is wrestling is inherently heel. We, we can't all, say that Dragon isn't wrestling heel here. They're all heels in the Orient. <laughs> but yet, the way that Regal entered the ring suggests that he's the heel. Oh my god, look at that reversal. Oh. Is this going to go to the Regal stretch? Behave, William. Oh, Regal, you dirty, dirty man. Right, calm down, oh. Chris. All fucking dirty in Blackpool, eh? I can't believe he never came out once in the... Um, takeovers. We saw trips. It's fine. Oh, we saw trips twice. We were like two inches in trips. It was crazy how close we were to trips and how much Garth didn't care. <laughs> we've been on. We've been. He's been going like just try a different move, William. It's clearly not going to happen. See, that was always going to happen, William. The savages in the audience. So you know how YouTube will recommend the most watched thing from a channel if you've watched that channel recently? Mm-hmm. So because I've watched the Ring of Honor channel recently, they've recommended the thing is the most watched thing on um, Ring of Honor's ch- channel. Literally, where top five most watched videos are Women of Honor matches. Oh, say again. Like the top one, two, three, four, five videos of the on the Ring of Honor channel are Women of Honor matches. Yeah, I've seen because that. Because people because people just see Tyler Hendricks and go, ooh, <laughs> who's in it? It's like um, Hendricks versus Scott versus Klein versus Kimberly. How did Kimberly get the full name, but not anyone else? <laughs> Um, Mandaleon versus Sumi Sakai versus Diana Peraza versus Hanina. Huh? Leon versus Tyler Hendricks. I'm sure that was great. Solo, da- actually, Solo Darling's really good. Oh, sack! Fucking Sumi Sakai and Brandy Rhodes versus Jenny Rhodes and Mandaleon. That sounds oh. awful. Brandy Rhodes. No, no, no. She's never been a good wrestler. Ooh, fight underneath. Ooh, that was lovely. Oh, beautiful. Flippy shit. Flippy shit. Flippy shit. Dive, 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 dive. Oh, hello, Sonny. Oh, we can all kick down in the Orient. <laughs> Tell you what, I bet you can't get the most watched um, 
match, but not Women's of Honor match on the Ring of Honor channel. I probably can't, you're right. Um, take a guess. Um, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly for Final Battle 2012. No. It is Leo Rush versus Punipint Martinez. Can't help. No, I wouldn't have got that. Jesus. And Bennett Steen versus Jen Erico, and Bennett Steen versus Black, and Bennett Steen versus... They really like Steen. Steen's great, that's why. <laughs> Moonsault misses. <laughs> Here we go. Is was, this going to be the moment? No, it's, no nonch it's so nonchalant from Regal. I think yeah, I'm going to throw you in a... Regal stretch. It's no big deal. No thing but chicken wing. Tiger driver. Oh, nice. No, I'm a big fan cause, cause of Because we, we all do tiger drivers in the Orient. <laughs> Shout out to his bro, uh, Misawa. Tiger mask. Oh, oh that's beautiful. Ooh. That was lovely. Regal's really desperate. Ultimate Dragon is someone who might not have gotten as big as if, it's, if he had a shit mask. <laughs> like, we now see El Samurai as the big. <laughs> oh, we're in the ropes. Oh, that's down one rope break. <laughs> Pure rules. Hey, tell me you don't want to see Regal in pure rules. That's true. Regal, what do you think? War games. War games. Ray, what do you think? My left knee. Photographer from WrestleMania 9. AJ, the world is flat. <laughs> Daniel, the world is green. <laughs> Tangaloa, fuck, fuck, fuck. Cool. A young Samoa joke with notes. <laughs> I am a big fucking fan of that. Just walk nonchalantly out of the way. I can see you coming. <laughs> that is tremendous. I was just going to say this match is going to touch long, but it's all worth it just for that one spot. Asai Moonsault. That's what I said, Mike, tonight. He couldn't see it as he, I see, he couldn't as see it coming. I see it coming. That would have worked really, really well if you'd have got it out the first time. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I, 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 I didn't see it coming. Luchasaurus was in Ring of Honor. That's funny. Right, we've seen this, Sonny. Come on. Stop it. And Dragon pushed him out of the way. Stop kicking me! Why is everybody kicking me? Stop it! Bandido versus Rich. I'm sure about that, is it? Oh! 
Assign. I thought that was an assigned DDT. Oh my god. Is it finally going to be the regal stretch, Chris? Good enough to be signed. That was okay. And there we go. No, he's not still champion. That's that's the issue, isn't it? So yeah, Regal must be wrestling face against Ultimo Dragon. He says as he starts stamping on him. I don't think I think face and heels were fluid. Yeah. Oh, his love bite's gone. Um. So let's pause that there, Chris. What was your opinion on that match? That was good. A bit too much dead space at points. Yeah, I agree. It, where it was... This is going to sound really daft now, but where it was good, it was very good. But they could have trimmed maybe two or three minutes off that match. I think it went 16 minutes this match. They Actually, could have easily... Five. Yeah, easily. And this would have been a, a darn side better match. But you look at the submission-based offense, the transitions... Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the match. I'm a fan of the match. Obviously, nowhere near to the point of SummerSlam night, uh, 2002, but I'm I'm a fan of the match. Chris, what would you give it, though? Three and a quarter, three and a half? I've given it three and a half. I think three and a half's fair. Um, I think it gets an extra half a star for me, um, just for Regal, moving out of the fucking way in the most nonchalant way I've ever seen. I think that was absolutely brilliant. So, uh, yeah, we'll give that three and a half. And let's move on to our main event now, Chris. We're marching on to WrestleMania 8, April 5th, 1992, where the WWF Championship match, despite the fact that they call it a double main event, is smack dab in the middle of the fucking card. Um, Yes, they could easily have done Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan, Um, I don't buy for a second the official line that, oh, it didn't draw very well at house shows. No, no, you're wrong. And Bash at the Beach 94 showed you that you were wrong. Um, You're really angry about this, Vanilla. I just, I don't understand how we could have had Hogan versus Flair at WrestleMania. We ended up with Hogan versus Sid in one of the worst WrestleMania main events I've ever seen in my life. And that was the main event. That was the main event. Not... Flair versus Savage, or even Flair versus Hogan. It was Flair versus fucking Sid. And they chose this really botched shit ending as well, which was even worse. And it, just, it really winds me up. Anyway, enough of that. Um, the two matches that are really worth noting on WrestleMania 8 are the aforementioned Flair versus Savage match, which we're going to watch in a second. And uh, I think you mentioned it earlier, Chris, the Rowdy Ray Piper versus Bret Hart Intercontinental Championship match, which was also tremendous. Anyway, let's move on to one hour, 14 minutes and 29 seconds. You should get a lovely derpy face from Mean Gene Oakland as your little pause point. And uh, if we're ready, we're going to go to... Whoa, whoa, WrestleMania 8. (laughs) Pump it up, pump it up, pump it up. (laughs) Anyway, three, two, one, play. This is what it's all about. One half of the big double main event. Isn't this one of those cases where it's only like 15,000 people, but it looks bigger than it actually is? 
I don't... I think the official announced attendance was about 60,000. Right, okay. <laughs> Did anyone actually believe that? Uh, well, it's a stadium, so... <laughs> but it's not like... There's not a great deal of empty seats there. No, but, like, it's not as big a stadium as what they used to run. It's, like, the size of a normal arena. It's no Silver Dome. No. Ah, uh, too far to want a space odyssey. Stanley Kubrick, you crazy fucker. Is that what people used to look like in the nineties? Um, no, I, I, I mean, <laughs> Woo! is it Heenan on commentary? Is it Gorilla Monsoon and Heenan? It is, isn't it? Yeah, the best commentary duo. Mm. Mm. Are you going to say Jr. and uh, Paul Heyman? Yeah, at least as far as WWE goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, as far as WWE goes, 100%. But Yeah, if you look, that's like the size of a normal arena. Oh, he's just so good, isn't he? Also, why is Flair coming out first? Right, you ask this every time, and it's because WWE don't give a fuck. Just, yeah, okay. Obviously, Flair winning the 1992 Royal Rumble, one of the best Royal Rumble matches in WWF history. Uh, we did watch along to that match, actually. Episode 200 of the Podmania podcast in the archives. Go and check it out. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. He's taking his... Flair took too long for his entrance. He has to get... <laughs> get down there, Randy. Savage! Oh. It's still mad to me that the WWE didn't run like after night after this basically we didn't run stadiums around uh, like MSG and other smaller arenas up until they ran um, um, seventeen. Where did they run nine? They ran nine at the um, Caesar's, Palace. Caesar's Palace. Yeah, parking lot. Um, <laughs> I think the next stadium was um, well, not stadium. 17. seventeen was a dome. That's basically a stadium. Eighteen was a dome. Nineteen was nineteen was a baseball stadium, wasn't it? Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. It is quite mental when you think about it. I. I can't get my head around the fact that Savage, spoilers, Savage wins the belt here and Damn it, Rob. yet isn't on the card at Mania 9. Um, wasn't he... He was commentating. He... Oh, no. Oh, yeah, because Vince thought he was too old. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Oh, as Hogan, Hogan had win just the won the champ, As Hogan wins the championship. Yeah, exactly. Um... Have you ever seen... Savage had a, really, had a match against, I think it was Tenru in um, Old Japan at the Wrestling Summit. Oh, yeah. It's where um, Bret Hart faces Tiger Mask. 
Yeah, which is a surprising dud. Yeah, it's a surprisingly crap match. It didn't. I don't know why. It's such a. It's such a dream match, but it just didn't melt. I'm gonna look at man, Randy Savage's career to see if he's ever wrestled. Nope, he's never wrestled for um, Preston City Wrestling. Or, Fans of the show, Preston City Wrestling. Yeah. Um, or the Inoki Genome Federation. But what about Flair? No, he's eliminated from a rumble. <laughs> Flair's 72. Oh my god. Um, no, he's never wrestled for PCW, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Flair had some matches in all... Who did he wrestle in all Japan? Um, Hiroshi Wajima. Wajima. Wajima? Wajima. I don't know. Um, screwed up. I must have... They lost, but... It, he won by DQ, but, like... That must have been good. Tiger Mask? Was that Masawa Tiger? It wasn't Masawa Tiger Mask. And Yatsy. Listen how passionate Bobby Heenan is here. And then you think about the work he did in WCW, and he just wasn't asked, was he, at all? Look at this. What the hell? It's a pretty impressive suplex from Flair there. No, li- no because I'm not going to hear back in time. Well, I can't I wonder if Chris realised that we can hear everything he says on the podcast because he hasn't muted his mic. I thought I had. No. <laughs> you better... Oh, for fuck's sake. No, we, we genuinely... I'm only joking. We, the only thing I heard there was, I thought, and then... Right, yeah. One sec. Show me the pictures. Oh, this isn't the storyline where Elizabeth was mine before she was yours. I wonder if that was this storyline. The thing is about Chad's um, Flair's chops, they're very hit and miss. I think it's, well, I don't necessarily agree. It's, in what way do you think they're hit and miss? Like, they're over, but they're not always great. Um, they make a good sound nine times out of ten. 
That I don't think you can disagree with. Her heart's still pounding for that man. No, not so. Ah, yeah, it is that storyline, the whole... Elizabeth was mine before she was yours. Oh, no, was that, was that WCW? That might have been WCW. I don't know. Someone tell me in the comments. Punch him in the face. <laughs> Heenan's great at this point. He really is. A suplex into the ring in 1992. Flair, you beast. Look at that. You madman. Strength of Flair. He's not, where's this blood come from? On the mat? What mat had all the blood on? Let's have a look at the card. Sorry, I had to deal with my niece. That's fine. She, she walked in going, oh, can I like go to my friend? I'm like, well, I'm going to have to check with your granddad first because I'm not technically in charge of you. Because <laughs> I'm like, you might, you might get kidnapped or something. I don't know. Have we have we said no? It's fine. She's gone to her friends. Yeah, okay. basically. Right. Question again, Chris. Yeah. Because I know that you weren't here when I asked the question the first time. Where the fuck has all the blood come from on the map? Um, that would be from Piper. Is that Flair. Piper? Uh, Piper, no, Piper Brett. If you look at on all these tiny shows, they didn't clean the map. Because I was looking at it and going, I can't see the blood coming from Jim Duggan, Sergeant Slaughter, the Big Boss Man, and Virgil against Repo Man, the Mountie, and the Nasty Boys. I don't he think that needs colour. He didn't... To be fair, everyone bladed back then. That is true. That is true. I mean, it would not surprise me if Flair ends up with colour in this match. In fact, no, I'm sure he does. It's Flair. Yeah, I think he hits the guardrail. As is his want. As is his want, absolutely. I still love that with Brock Lesnar. Um, he can't blade, so he just cuts himself open yeah, hard way. Yeah, hard way, does it? <laughs> no, because that's safer. I must admit, I'm enjoying the atmosphere of this match. And you can the commentary team are doing a tremendous job of putting over how much is in this match. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be good. Cabana Man Dan versus Derek Neal at New South Pro Wrestling. I have independent wrestling TV for a month because I had to get... I literally just had to buy it because I needed footage from a video for one match and I couldn't find it anywhere else. So I'm like, fine, I guess I need to pay seven quid for independent wrestling TV. So I'm going to make sure I get my money's worth. Watch so much wheelie Utah that my head will spin. <laughs> oh, here what we go. Savage's attire. I'm a fan of Savage's attire. Oh, but he's got so much bulk. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was right up in Flyers Gooch, then. Right up in this point, though. <laughs> Why does Flair ever go to the top? 
Um, it's one day, it will, one day it will work. The man's 183, Chris. If it hadn't worked, yeah, it's not going to work. Law of averages dictate. Oh, it's oh, Hebner in this match? Fuck oh, Hebner. I hate oh, Hebner. Jesus. That was very high on his neck. I thought he was going to do a pop up Euro- European there. <laughs> Go full Cesaro. Think about the reaction that these 60,000 people are giving to Savage. And then look at Vince going, yeah, I think he's too old. <laughs> oh. No, that one didn't work out. <laughs> Flair, stop going to the top rope, son. That was, that was literally a spot from the, the team dot matches. It is. Huh, that's an interesting one. It's... Um, we have a pick one to happen. Io Shirai versus Thunder Rosa, Io Shirai versus Julia, Io Shirai versus Bailey, or Io Shirai versus Asuka. Um, what was the second one? Julia. Um, Io Shirai versus Julia, or Io Shirai versus Asuka. I think there Shirai versus Asuka has been like fetishized <laughs> by Fed fans so much. That blade that. job is the most obvious blade job I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. He is not subtle with his blade jobs, is Ric Flair. Oh, um, it's announced at the next, um, one of the next Adam shows, Momo versus Hina, Momo being buried. Oh, God. Squalifying. Is he going to do the flare flop? Yes, the flare flop. I love no, the flare flop. It was a big day for me when I found out the reason so many wrestlers had weird lines in their head is because of blades. Yeah. <laughs> Devon Dudley. That fucking forehead. Oh, um, Dusty? Yeah, they have seen some shit, haven't they? This match is great. Through the Brody. For the time, it's really good. It's really, really, really good. good. Savage very rarely has bad WrestleMania matches. I mean, is I mean nobody's matches were good at WrestleMania four. In fairness, he carried yeah. Hogan to one of Hogan, if not the best Hogan WrestleMania match at WrestleMania five. Warrior, um, Warrior at WrestleMania seven. Steamboat. Steamboat definitely at WrestleMania 3. Even the ridiculous stipulations in the match against Crush at WrestleMania 10. Oh, it's just come out that Shiri and Utami are the first five-star rated Meltzer match since um, Akira Hokuto versus Manami Toyota. Wow, when was that? 90, 26 years ago. Fucking hell. Fair play to the two women. I mean, that Meltzer doesn't tend to win matches that highly too often. True, he just tends to give them the default four and a half, doesn't he? Yeah, that seems to be his... If that is his default, that was ridiculous. <laughs> is it going to be the... I mean, does he have... It's not... What's, what do you expect him to do? A fucking shooting star press? Imagine. It's the elbow drop. One, Savage. two, Savage no. is very good at keep. Savage is very good at keeping form on an elbow drop. Yeah, he's the, he's the best. I mean, to be fair, nobody kicks out. Unless you're the ultimate warrior, obviously, who kicked out of about five of them. To be fair, that was Savage's decision. Yeah, oh yeah, it was Savage's decision. Um, Kerry Stein? 
for me, Kyrie Sainz is ill. It's almost a different move. They have two completely different forms. Can you believe when she first signed that we're going to not let her use it? I know, because Bailey does it. Oh, my God. Brass knocks. Perfect, you dirty bastard. You know who has a surprisingly good elbow job? Bailey. Eric Young. Oh. This is just making me want to play Firecrow. Uh -huh. Might start a new E-Fed and Firecrow. Pin him. One. Two. Listen CGL. to the reaction. This is Graps League. This is Graps League. Fucking state of Flair's head. You can say that for every Flair match. To be that is true. Did he have a match at night? No, he was gone before nine. No, he left. Yeah, he left, I think, on the third ever episode of Raw. Lost a loser leaves town match to perfect. Yeah, and he dropped the belt to Brett in a very disappointing match. To be fair, it was on Smack and Whackham. So. What, the WWF Championship? Yeah. He loses it to Savage, yeah. Yeah, but no, he was champion again at some point. And he lost back to Flair. Oh, I'll see. One sec, let me look at the lineage of WWE title. <gasps> Liz! It's Elizabeth! You get away from me, man! She's, she's moving remarkably well for someone in heels. Flair Savage. Yeah, Sa Savage won it back from Flair and Primetime Wrestling. Uh, no, Flair running back from Savage either in September and then drop it to Hart in October. I see. Wasn't this a rematch? Uh, no, it was Warrior. No, who had the rematch at Wembley? Uh, Warrior Savage. Uh, and that was where um, they did the storyline of they don't know whose corner Mr. Perfect's in and it was so simple but so well done. Some of our 92 is just a really good part. Not bad. All around. Well, I'll say that. The top match is really good. Like, um, the Michael's. Good. Michael's and Martel. It, that's but, all right. It's just a weird one. Yeah, it's so weird. And then you just have, like, Sherry exposing her whole ass, which is a weird one. It's, it's a choice, isn't it? Elizabeth, you don't belong out here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the WWE title lineage. Anoki won it and refused to. <laughs> refused to drop it so we just vacated the fucking title amazing because <laughs> what are you going to do have Inoki lose yeah there's very few people that are going to shoot be able to uh, take it off Inoki um, I'm sure Backlund could have done it he's one of those secret badasses did you see a post come out recently where people like they like listed how many days um, NXT UK had their champions and were like I love how they have long range and like we didn't run shows last year I was just going to say they didn't start for ages so yeah so like I'm not being funny Kelly Ray and Walter have well, I'm pretty sure Walter would have still had a long range but like they had, their range was as long as they had because they weren't active for 200 days out of 300 last year like and you can't call Walter's reign prestigious when Joe Coffey is one of his biggest <laughs> no true <laughs> Fuck off, L. <laughs> oh. See, L. Hebner loves it when people cheer for him, which is a bad trait for a referee to have. That is true. The referee. Have you ever seen? 
Have you ever seen his old Twitter? Yes. I think you've told me about this. <gasps> yeah. One, two. Oh. I like the story we're going for here. What, with Savage is Black? Yeah. Well, he said that the thing before. It's natural. Yeah, I know, but Savage can actually sell it, which so many people apparently can't. Um, yeah. Fucking <laughs> you, Kenta. <laughs> you know who's really good at selling the leg is Eddie Kingston. Mm. Great act. One day, I, I might have to show you the Mike Quackenbush match in Chikara. Also, you know, it's, this is going to be stupidly obscure and you're going to laugh at me, but Jessica Choi in, Troy in PWA in Australia. No, you're right. That is extremely niche. Hey, man, I, I saw hype for the match where I watched it. Hey, man. Oh, he's won. He grabbed the tights now. This isn't fair to Flair. Oh, right, because he won the belt in the Rumble, didn't he? He did. <laughs> is this the, like, would you say this is the last of like, the Hulkamania Aeromanias? Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Maybe 100%. No, no. Yeah, I wasn't... Oh, my God, I just looked up... Rep- um Shaw only gave Brat versus Piper three and a half. I oh, know. He gave this for on a quarter. I think it's more the story going into this. Yeah, the story going into this is good. I don't agree with the guy giving it a ten. Go on, Liz! <laughs> See that sheep? It's like <laughs> you laid hands on Elizabeth. To be fair, it wouldn't surprise me. Savage's paranoia was well known. When... Yeah. I was wondering who that was then that gave Savage a kick. It's perfect. <laughs> I can't believe the matches they threw between this and the main event. So, like, after this, you have Tatanka versus Rick Martel, The Natural Disasters versus Money Incorporated, and Owen Hart versus Skinner. Skinner! Um, and. So, yeah, why. Well, that's ridiculous. How long did the main event go? The main event was 12 minutes and ended in DQ. Yeah, it was the Papa Shango Ultimate Warrior debacle. Hogan still won that. Oh, of course he did. But it was by DQ, so what's the point? Does have it be a post-match angle? Right, let's pause it here, because that's that's roughly the end of what happened. Um, I enjoyed that, Chris. What about you? I like it. It's a good match for the time. It's probably... It's, oh, it's blood all over the back. Oh, that, that guy's see. Jackie. Yeah, there is. Um, again, it's not my favourite match of the night. That's definitely Piper versus Hart. Mm. But for it's probably the best WWF title match on a Mania up until that point. Yeah, I not, mean, it's probably not, not the most the, I- iconic. Yeah, because because the rest of them were Hogan. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just going to say Hogan. Actually, it was Hogan, Bundy, Hogan, Andre. Andre. Oh, Macho. Macho um, was four. And DiBiase. Was four, um, But yeah. then there was Hogan and Savage. Macho. Yeah. Um, Hogan and Warrior. Yeah. And Hogan and Sloth. Fucking hell. Which, according to Joseph Montecilio, they had really fun matches in the garden, but not a good match at Mania. No, that match at Mania was, uh, 
was fucking dull. Um, what did you give this, Chris? Four. I'm happy with four stars. I think it was a good match. It was well worked. There was a good story told. The addition of Elizabeth didn't make it feel overbooked. It added to the story because obviously the story was all about her. Um, yeah, a really good way to finish off our podcast for today, I think. Um, and that's the end, Chris. That is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it. You should invest in um, MGF coin. MJF coin? Yeah, haven't you seen that? He's launched his own cryptocurrency. Oh, for fuck's sake. No, I haven't seen it. he's a heel, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Don't forget, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review if you think we've deserved it, or just any sort of review. Help us I really does help the podcast out. Uh, you can go to the website, www.podmania.co.uk, for all our archived episodes and match ratings, including the matches that we've rated today. If you think, you know, if you would like, you can donate to us on Coffee Podmania Podcasting Network. If you do, Rob will take his clothes off for you. Absolutely. I am nothing above being a massive hoe for money. Um, I'm sexy for my shirt. <laughs> too sexy for my shirt um so yeah that'll be great um if you think we've deserved it that'd be grand um you can find us on twitter at at pod mania uh you can talk to chris at your mum i I didn't think of a thing (laughs) okay that's brilliant yeah certainly one of your best um you can find (laughs) Garth. at at the garth baking talk to me at at real rob goodwin couple of things just to keep an eye out for uh the new episode of the pure perspective is up now um and if you listen to the one next week i'll be complaining about dan housing yes if you are not a fan of dan housing that will certainly be an episode for you to listen to um the new episode of podmania underground where me and chris take a chronological journey through the batshit insane world of uh, lucha underground that will be on uh on the feed on monday at 8 p.m british standard time so go and check that out um uh, but yeah in the meantime guys thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys again soon bye bitch you've been listening to the Podmania pro wrestling podcast follow us on twitter at Podmania, facebook at Podmania podcasts and youtube and instagram at real Podmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Podmania.